Hi, and welcome to Living Your Soul's Journey. You are not just a person. You're a soul with a path of evolution. There is a bigger picture here, a reason for what happens to us. When we discover this deeper meaning, we receive freedom and abundance. Each week, we will be discussing matters relating to the soul, spirit, and cosmic energies. Learning how to incorporate all of these aspects into living an abundant and happy life. Isn't that what we all want? Dr. Vicki's transformational program uses intuitive and well-proven methods to identify the root cause of what is preventing success, to help bring positive change, the change your soul is crying out for you to experience. If you're lonely, sad, and stuck, then listen into the show and find out ways to become free and happy. It's easy to call into the show or simply listen. Either way, sit back, relax, and enjoy living your soul's journey. Well, hello and welcome to Dr. Vicki's show where we discuss ways to make your life better and better. I just love that music. I just want to go down and put my dancing shoes on and uh, Doug created that for me and I just love that intro. Anyway, we are not going to talk about the first set of Universal Laws tonight because I've already done that. And you can go onto the archives to look at the law of reflection and projection, the law of request, and as we all know, the law of attraction. A couple of other ones in there too. The law of resistance, big, big, big one. So I just want to let you know, you can go back and look in the archives and listen to those shows. I have them there for you. So this week... Is about the second set of universal laws. This is the order, you know, the order of them in my world is not as important as really understanding how to tune into them as a whole unit of laws. So, you know, if you were to study the universal laws, you will see them in all kinds of of connections and different ways that people look at them. But this is just the way that works for me personally. These laws are some of my most favorite. The second set that we're going to talk about this afternoon is because they help us to really acquire what our hearts are wanting in this lifetime as they are the laws of creation. The first law is the law of attention. And by the way, I have a message Actually, two messages for someone. I'm not sure who they are, but when I was getting ready for the show, I tuned in to someone, and I just wanted to remind you that in manifesting, music is powerful. So if you want to really get your heart's desire, this person that I'm, I'm speaking to loves music. And if you'll put the right kind of music on, and I'll explain what I mean, because in, in um, my serious radio on, um, in my car, there's a station, I believe um, it's 68. And as soon as I tune in to 68, it's like, 
the universe is there for me. It's like they're there anyway, but I tune into them. Now, if I tune into another station, and there are lots of stations I love, and I enjoy listening to the news, I love the Garth Channel, different stations. It's when I tune into that real mellow, beautiful, very high consciousness music that I start getting answers, and uh, it really helps my drive a lot. So that's what I'm talking about. Make that music to help your um, desires come true, like while you're chanting or singing or even playing music. If you're, if, if um, this person I don't sense plays music, but, but they certainly enjoy it. So just want to share that because it just popped in right before I uh, started the show. So let's get back to the first law, which is the law of attention. Well, that should be easy enough, right? I was told many years ago, whatever you focus your attention on, you get. Mm, I don't know about that precisely because it takes more than just focusing, but that's why we're discussing all the laws. Energy flows exactly where the attention goes. You plug in a hairdryer to the electrical outlet. You get hot air blowing on your hair. Why hot air and not cold? Because the button is pushed and wired for hot air. If you push another button on your hair dryer, you might get cooler air or not as fast of air. So it's all plugged in and it works the same way with the universal laws. It's metaphysics alongside physics. It's actually physics in its own way. Spiritual laws work in precisely the same manner. If you give your attention to study in psychology, to become a psychologist, you will achieve your goals. If you focus on other issues, the result may take longer. Like if you don't study enough or stay out of school for several years, well, then your, your goal can still happen if you keep that intention there, but it might not happen as quickly. That's the spiritual law of attention. What you put your attention on, you get. When my little Morky Poo sits on her couch and she has her little cheese bone that she loves and she growls at you, it's like, leave me alone. This is my bone. She's got pure intention. And there's another um, picture that I have of, of a, a puppy out in New Mexico named Sammy. And when you look at his pictures, he's like, ooh, his intention, you can feel it all the way over here in the south. It's that strong. Now, the only, the only thing that stops you from achieving your goals and dreams are your own thoughts. And, of course, you have a, of a soul's journey. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, I am at my age desiring to be a ballerina in Russia. Well, hello. But you know what I mean. You have, if, you are, if you're achieving your goals and they're, they're really what your soul's journey says that you're supposed to be doing, then those, those, the living your soul's journey requires us to listen to the spiritual guidance we get daily. Know your astrological and numerology journeys. This will help you to stay on your soul's journey. And I've had both of my numerologist and both my astrologer on the shows because they're very, very powerful. Richard Andrew King, and he's a numerologist, and Steve Damas. And I've had our energy, um, you know, I call him my energy professor, 
uh, Robert Tom, because they they help you to stay focused on that, and then you have to do the rest. You have to keep those thoughts and those focuses, you know, in the right direction. So, if you organize your creations this way and let go of all that worry. Let go of all that doubt. Let go of all that fear. This is where my programs come in because I work with people to discover what their deep-rooted worry, doubt, or fear are. And then that way we can get, we can conquer them, get in control of them so that all these strong conscious intentions that you are putting out actually have a chance to get that forward motion going on the circuit. So remember, when we talked about the intention that is put out on the positive flow, if you were if you listened uh, several weeks ago, we talked about that positive and negative flow. It's not negative in a bad way. It's just a, a plus minus. It's just the way like a battery works. There's nothing positive or not positive about that uh, battery. Both the the flow going out, which is the plus. And the, the energy coming in, which is the minus, they're equal. They're very equal. But you have to have both of them. If it's not connected to the right circuit, that flow is not going to come back in. If you don't have it plugged in, it doesn't matter how good the battery is in your, in your, uh, your flashlight. If it's, if it's tuned in the wrong way or placed the wrong way, it isn't going to work. So that's what we're talking about, like a battery. It has power, and without that intention coming back into the minus or negative energy flow, then that energy will not, it may be perfectly fine, but it's not going to flow. That's the physics of all of this. And I think if, you know, folks that are metaphysically oriented, really tuned into that word metaphysics alongside physics. It's like that's what the whole metaphysics is about, is this the universal laws and tuning into them and making them work. A lot of people, and I've done a lot of um, <clears throat> conferences and uh, programs and everything, and they're, you know, segments of it where, you know, it's the positive thinking realm or the secret and all different aspects of things. And so everyone is understanding, but what I'm here to do this lifetime is to, and help you to incorporate all of them because you can't just sit on the couch and put your positive thoughts out and put your, and draw pictures all day long of exactly what you want without doing something. You got to get out there and do the hard work. And it's, it's a very powerful um, understanding so that, you know, it isn't just about thinking, it's about thinking and doing. And you've got to understand the, that's that, the positive and the, the negative flowing, you know, the plus and the minus. You've got to get out and do something and then you can receive back. So we hold that positive flow to create your dreams, your goals, and the life that you want. Now focus on what you really have your heart's passion on, and it will happen in spirit's timing. And when I work with people, I really get into what you really are striving for. And there are a lot of questions that can be asked because so many people feel like they know what their life is about and this is what I'm supposed to do because, well, 
everybody in my family was a lawyer. Okay, that's not true in my family, but I'm making a statement. Everyone in my family was a doctor. Everyone was a teacher. Well, I guess I should be a teacher. I guess I should be a lawyer. Well, maybe you should. Maybe that's your deep, deep soul's journey, or maybe it isn't. And that's when you have to really look at your intention and your desires. I remember I had an intention on selling my home. Yet there was this dog next door that barked all the time. And I haven't sold my home yet. It's not even on the market. But I was so concerned. There's that worry, that fear, that, oh, my gosh, the goodness, this dog is barking all the time. He was, it was really sad. And uh, how am I ever going to sell a house when this dog's barking all the time? So, I mean, I really felt for him because I'm a dog person. I gave him bones. I talked to him. I threw balls into his little place that he had to live. And uh, he, was just, he was just not being treated kindly or with love. And I did my best in energy work. But the people who owned him did not speak English. And the sheriff was called many times by the neighbors to help the dog, but nothing was ever done. Why? Because the dog was in a pen and supposedly was given water and food. So under the law, there's not much anybody can do. Now, we pet lovers know that's just, I mean, that's just not the way it is supposed to be. But under the law, they were doing everything under the law. Well, one day, the neighbors... um, were gone. The dog was gone and moved. And the sheriff came to get, well, actually the sheriff had to come get the dog. The people had left their dog. Now that was not the way that I had planned it, but my intention did come true. No barking dog. Now, sometimes we can't plan the exact way something happens, but I will say the dog is happier now. And for that, I am content as well as there is no barking dog. So, you know, we don't want anything. Remember, under the laws, you got a law of karma and you don't want to do anything to hurt anyone intentionally because it will come back to you. So my, my, my duty was not to do anything to the dog or, or have anything upset. But here in, in the area that I live, if you complain to the neighbors about the dog too much, sometimes the dog actually gets hurt. It doesn't solve anything because if the dog gets hurt, then I I feel that too. You know, I'd rather hear the dog bark than to have the dog hurt. Now, the next law in the area of creation is the universal law of flow. Oh, y'all, I'm going to tell you, when I started studying this, and excuse me, but I have to get a little bit of water. I really had to ponder this, feel it, think with it. Because our entire world is made up of energy. Spirit, to me, is an energy. Life is energy. Money is energy. Relationships are a form of energy. Life is energy. It changes when we cross over, but it is still energy. And that reminds me, this morning... I uh, had to I had to work this morning, and I was awoken by a beautiful, soft voice that said hi. So I I knew it wasn't um, someone in my family, because they were all asleep. And um, throughout the day, I discovered that energy 
why the energy came to me. It was as clear as I'm talking now. And I, I've had experiences like that frequently. Um, but this was the first time I had ever heard, heard that that beautiful voice, very gentle female voice. And um, I, I discovered who it was, and it made my day absolutely flow like a miracle. Now, <clears throat> let's look at the universal law of flow. You've heard the, you know, let it flow. Well, we're going to get into that. Uh, you have a closet full of clothes. It's full. No room to put another item of clothing in there. Remember, even clothes can hold on to energy. So if you look in, at an item of clothing and it makes you feel uncomfortable, either clear the energy or give it away. Because if every time you look at that, that outfit, you can't remember what happened, or sometimes you can remember. And if it's not good for you, clear the energy as best you can and, and give it away. You don't need to keep that. It, 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 you know, it holds energy for someone that, that knows what that energy is. And for someone else, maybe it won't. But you do want to clear that energy if you have that opportunity so they won't be, you know, first off, in a thrift store. If someone puts clothing there that has negative energy on it, you're probably not going to be attracted to it anyway unless you're in a negative space. And if you're holding negative energy, then you will be attracted to that piece of, of clothing or that furniture item. Same thing in, in brand new clothing. I mean, people make clothes. And, and so if someone that was upset creates clothes. I mean, I can tell when I go into a restaurant talking about flows, I can eat the same food at one Chinese restaurant in, in the area that I live and another Chinese restaurant. And in one Chinese restaurant, I just don't like to go in there. I don't like to go into the restaurant. And some friends invited us out last week to go to this particular restaurant. And yes, the food was good. I'm not going to say it wasn't good, but I didn't like the energy. The energy is very still, very, um, uh, I shouldn't call it still, still is a good, good energy, but it was um, kind of dull. I, I would call it dull and stale. And um, I was glad to get out of there. But yet, I, you know, the other restaurant is, is wonderful. So to al allow new clothes, and I know you've heard this before, but to allow new clothes and energy into your closet and life, we have to let go of the old. So holding on to old emotions, keeping our closets and lives full, uh, that doesn't allow us to have a new flow of, of allowing new energy. Whenever we clear away old energies in our lives, we fill them back up with good positive energies. Now, as soon as you throw away or heal old energies, whether it's on furniture, clothes, emotions, thoughts, items. Ah, the law of flow will make way for new energies. And so what happens is you have to create those new spaces worth um, beautiful, good new energies. Now, it is our choice whether to replace them with positive or more negative. So if you're going to release Make sure that when you go out to buy new clothes that you've given these other clothes away in a kind, beautiful manner and then go in a very happy mood, a very positive, very uplifting mood when you're going to go buy new clothes. Don't be angry. Don't be upset because those clothes are automatically going to go back into your closet, upset, angry, holding those energies. So the law of flow allows for a new life. If you, you know, I had, I had my daughter to come in the other day and say, you, you know, when we move, 
I want to just get rid of all my clothes. I want everything new. And I said, you know what? That makes total sense. Absolutely total sense. And probably we'll leave most everything here because it will be a brand new life. And yes, there's some things like that my mother gave me that I'll always keep. Yet it's it's just the flow. You know, sometimes you just have to change things. And the law of flow allows for that new life. If you make the decision to change Something different has to come into your life with the law of flow. And I want to share something about that because in in psychology, when uh, they are trying to heal someone, or even in metaphysics, it's all the same in the sense of, of healing. If you change someone's environment, that is a very, very positive, powerful way of changing the energy of of the flow of energy and the going with the flow because it takes away the old energies and i um looking back when i went through my divorce i had wanted to keep the house but looking back on it i wish i had enough i wish i had just started all new and so many times i used to be a divorce attorney so many times the wife wants to keep the house because of the children. And I understand that. And that's why I did it. It's just that sometimes it's just better to move on, get new energies, let that other house go. If the husband wants it, fine. If not, sell it. Because it is not, it is just a, it's just energy. You're holding on to old energy and you think you have to have it because that's what's best for the children. And maybe it is because of the school system or, you know, that, that situation can be. But there are always other houses in, in, in that same school district. So just remember that we have all heard go with the flow. We all received messages from our higher self. I hope that you have. If you're listening, you'll receive messages from your inner child and spiritual guides through intuition. If you want to learn more about that, you know, tune in to, to, to the show and also info at VickiFord.com or go to my website at V-I-K-K-E-F-O-R-D.com, VickiFord.com. And I talk to you about a lot about this and I can help you with connecting with your higher self, your inner child and your spiritual guides through intuition. There are, are definite ways of doing it. And don't, I can't imagine uh, living my life without them because they give a support system that uh, under the chakras, it's so phenomenal that it keeps you grounded, but yet at the same time, you're, oh, you're, you're just, you have this beautiful cord of connection throughout your life, throughout your day, throughout every aspect of your life. And it's, it's very empowering. And there are times in my life when I was in a group that I don't discuss anymore, but when I was in that group, I had no connection that way. There was no connection. And I remember feeling very lost. And I remember when I uh, first heard Christmas music again, because it wasn't really something that you did in that group. And I remember being so happy because it felt like a connection that I had had from early childhood that brought that inner peace again that I had had. So, so when we know something is going to happen, but it hasn't happened or we haven't seen it and we have to feel it, we are going with the flow. If we force it, ah, oh, not so good, y'all. Not so good. 
Have you ever tried to force something so hard that the, the, the resistance, it, it felt like you were pushing against a brick wall? You know, there's an old saying, well, I know, but I, but if I don't keep moving, then it won't happen. If I don't keep exercising or if I don't keep, you know, trying at something, there's, there's a difference in going with the flow and getting rid of the resistance. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a very subtle, it's a very subtle balance. It, you have to have that going out, that positive flow going out and, and the, the negative flow coming in. And that is why the first set of universal laws are so powerful because every day I woke up with my energy work and I say, okay, what resistance can I get rid of today? And I had something happen over the week that I got resistance on. First thing that I did was I went to, to my energy work and I worked on the resistance. I don't necessarily have to know what the resistance is. You don't always know what it is. You just have to know that you can release that resistance. As soon as I released it, it took about 15 minutes for it all to flow. As soon as that resistance was gone, ah, oh, everything happened. But I will share something which was very interesting. During that time that the resistance was sitting there and I really wasn't handling it, and then something else popped in. And it was just as negative. And so see how that happens, y'all? When you're sitting in this resistive mode, and I'm not talking about, you know, uh, working and trying to strive for something. But if you're working and striving for something, there should be synergy there. There should be a flow moving. You should feel that flow going forward. It may not be the right time for it to happen, but you should feel an easiness of of something that's flowing. And if it just feels like one big stuck situation, then you know the, the universal laws are not quite being worked on the way that they should. So, so go with that flow and trust yourself and spirit. Now the next one, Oh, I've read books on this. I've studied it. Is that spiritual law of abundance? I did a whole show which is also in my archives, a whole show on the spiritual law of abundance. And um, I, was, I was reading a book on this, and I continue to read it. I, I read all kinds of books. It reads like a, a college um, you know, physics book. It, it's not the easiest book, yet I am learning so much about it. And the book is entitled The Law of Abundance by S.D. Buffington. Fascinating read. Understanding give and take, positive, negative, um, being able to give and take and receive. And, and, and then you get this grasp, <clears throat> excuse me, of the law of abundance. And you must believe that you deserve it, that you are already receiving it and owning it and accepting it with love and willingness. Now, that's a big statement, what I just said. Because if you are sitting there believing that you can have the world, but you don't feel like you deserve it, then it's tough. Now, I'm going to have to take a break here and get some water. I'll be right back. you just tired of being stuck, unhappy, and having no direction in your life? 
Wouldn't it be great to be abundant and happy each day of your life? Listen in each Saturday evening at 7 Eastern Standard to Living Your Soul's Journey for insights, guidance, and ways for you to get rid of all that loneliness. So the next law is clarity, meaning clear intentions as to what you want is a major law as a lack of clarity keeps you in a state of confusion. Oh, how many times do people come to me and say, I I have no idea what I want. And I've been there, so I totally understand. That's when you have to start working out a plan because maybe you don't know what it is that, you, that you're that you supposed to be doing or what you want. And it uh, is that lack of clarity that keeps us in that stuck state. And what I have found through the universal laws and, and using them, tuning into them, is that once you have clarity, You have to take action. That's when you can start taking action. Otherwise, y'all, it goes in a little circle. And that's why things never happen. It's it's not some mystery out there. It's not like some weird, uh, oh, there's something wrong with me. I don't know my purpose. Oh, everybody else knows their purpose. I don't know my purpose type of thing. It isn't that. It's just that you've got to get some clarity on it. And that's why I love doing the work that I do is because I help bring clarity to people. I, I help them to find a way to get unstuck in life. So it's once you have that, that's when you start to take action. You speak clearly and precisely to the universe. Be specific, be patient, let the timing of the universe work with you. And if you can't get clarity, ask for it and allow it. Now, one way, I'll give you a little a little sneak preview. One way of getting clarity is to go to sleep. And um, there are lots of ways, but this is the one way that I, I used to do it. And I still do it when I really need clarity. Is I one, as I just ask. And the other one is I write the question down on a piece of paper and I put it under my pillow. And I say, Spirit, I need an answer to this question. I always get it. I always get it. I may not get it that night, but I always get it. It may not be in the same form that I thought I was going to get it in. It may be like, oh, I never thought of that. So be patient and let the timing of the universe work with you and allow, go with that flow. Remember that, that law we just talked about? And then remember the law of abundance and allowing and allow the answers to come to you. Decide what you want. Now, I also strongly believe in astrology to help with timing as well. Uh, I do timing and I, I go to an astrologer to get timing because I work with my own timing and I get validation through an astrologer to make sure that I'm on the right path because I just feel that's important. Um, I, um, you know, didn't start out being the most patient person in the world. And I don't always like to wait for things to happen, but now I'm finding out that, woo, wow, things happen even better when you wait. Sometimes things actually can turn out even better than you thought. Then you even had the inkling or the clarity. You just have to keep that clarity of, okay, 
Ah, I want to be a psychologist. Now, how am I going to do that? Let's see. Let's get the step. Or wait a minute. Maybe I don't want to be a psychologist. Maybe I want to be a social worker. So you know what you do? You start getting, you start researching. For the last two years, I have done a lot of work, uh, you know, making a living, but I've done a lot of work on researching and I would research something and I'm like, I'd study it. I'd get all into it. And I'm like, no, nah, that's not it. Mm-mm, nope. That's not it. And if I hadn't done that, how would I have ever known? You're not wasting time. You're just becoming wiser. Um, you're just, you you have more clarity. You understand things better. I, I studied Buddhism. I thought Buddhism would be the most perfect religion because I'm not religious, spiritual, but I thought Buddhism might be good. Well, you know, it's a great religion, but I looked at it and it was like, okay, well, you know, I don't know that I could be real devout in that. I, I just am too easy flowing. And so I, I, I'd looked in a lot of different aspects of things and I, I recommend that you do the same thing. Now, the law of intention, removing from the, the law of clarity to the law of intention, much more powerful than just hoping. An intention is so strong that nothing can stop it. If it has clarity, to go back to clarity now, heart, that's your feelings, your love, your passion, and is honorable. Ooh, honorable. Wow, that's kind of interesting word. So let's say that you have total clarity, you really feel it, and you say, but that, ooh, that's against the law, or that would really hurt that person if I did that. Well, obviously, that is not honorable. And you can have all the intention and all the heart and all the feeling about something, but the law of karma is going to come knock you in the head. It may not be this lifetime, but it's going to happen. And <clears throat> the best way to, to get the law of karma working against you is to get a rack up a bunch of negative karma. And so... You want your intention to be honorable. It can't hurt anybody else. Now, you can't control whether it hurts somebody else. But I guess what I mean by that is you have to not intentionally hurt somebody. Your, your goal is not to, oh, well, I want this and this person's going to have to suffer so that I can have it. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. There are things in my life I had a a great power of intention to have something happen. And it, and it didn't happen. And it was because I was not giving that person, uh, it was a, it was a family member. I was not giving that person their free will. I don't give free will to anybody, but I wasn't allowing or even thinking about their free will and what they wanted. It was all about what well, this is what I think they should want. And when you get into that, we talked a lot about it on that first uh, set of, um, of laws it's um, not in my my. It's not in my realm to decide what somebody else is supposed to do this lifetime. I can guide them. I can direct them. Even if they're um, even if they're a family member, you can talk to them. But you can't if they have free will to do what they want. So the power of intention has to be honorable for you, and you do your best not to hurt other people. But like, like I say, you can't control whether someone's going to get hurt. Anybody can choose to be hurt by anything. I mean, you could say you have a pretty dress on and, and they could decide to be hurt by that. For heaven knows, I don't know why, but they could decide that. Now, once um, I, I, you know, I saw a family member struggling um, with their soul's journey and, and what they were going to do in life. And once they discovered the work 
the passion. Nothing can stop this person now. I've never seen a change in anybody. Her intention is so powerful and straight toward her goal. She'll make that happen. And she will go through the coursework that she has to go through, like taking physics, maybe English, maybe something that's not completely on her major that she may not want to take. But, hey, she took U.S. history this semester and ended up with an A in it because her intention was, well, I got to have that course to graduate. So instead of resisting that course, which you didn't have any interest in. I I thought it was kind of interesting, but I can understand, you know, I didn't, when I was in college, I didn't like it either. So I, I understand, but anyway, it it was just like, she, she made an A just because her intention was the law of intention was I I'm going to make this go. So her, her energies were going out in a good, strong, powerful way. And when she got her, her back, um, flow from it, she got an A. So, Just be aware that the intentions need to be pure and not from ego, as there are other laws uh, at play here, like the law of karma. And you want to be sure that that your intentions are for your highest good as the universe supports the highest good. That's when you get your most synergy. Now, the universal law of prosperity is one of my favorites as well. I love all the laws and and constantly learn more and more about them each day. I, I would suspect I'll be learning about them until I drop the bod. They are, they are the secrets, y'all. They're the secrets to keys to successful and happy life. I've been looking for these secrets all my life. There they are. They're the universal laws. They're here. All we have to do is tune into them. First step in prosperity, you have to believe you deserve it. Even if someone says they don't, they really do. If they are experiencing prosperity around them, somewhere along there, they really do believe that they're prosperous. One of the biggest blocks to the law is a lack consciousness. I know that y'all have heard this before, a lack consciousness. Example, you have money in your bank account and you never spend it because you're afraid you'll never get any more. Now, do I have reality on that? Oh, yeah. That's why I was able to write that sentence. Because I used to be there. I used to have that money in there. I'm like, oh, can't touch that. Oh, that'll be all I ever have. So uh, that was like, oh, I don't know, maybe 30 years ago. Wow, that particular amount of money in the bank was is gone. It's been spent. But do you think I was able to receive more? Oh, yeah, yeah. It took me a while to get over that lack, lack consciousness. But by doing this, you are telling the universe, and I ca- listen carefully, y'all, you're telling the universe that you do not need or want any more. When you have, uh, I'm going to make up an amount. Let's say you have $50,000 in the bank and you say, well, I'm 40 years old and that's all the money I'll ever have. Okay, fine. That's what the universe says. Well, they don't need or want any more. The universe sees you as content and the prosperity remains the same. That's why so many people just remain the same. Sometimes the money goes away. Sometimes they get a little bit more. But this prosperity, you really have to believe that you deserve it. I mean, this world is unlimited. I know that y'all have heard this before, but the world is literally unlimited. So so that doesn't mean that you spend everything on needless stuff. But if you want to go on a vacation, enjoy your family, enjoy your life, live freely, go with the flow. 
Work with a happy heart and allow the prosperity to come into your life all the time. Now, let's go back to the first set of laws because I've got to bring this up because in the law of prosperity, there is that law of resistance. I'm going to say that, let's say you're a teacher and you don't like the school that you go to. So you go to school every day with this major resistance, major resistance. Well, more than likely, you're not going to get a promotion. More than likely, you won't uh, do well as, as well as you would if you just sat in there and said, you know what? I'm going to go in and I'm going to do the best job for these students that I possibly can. In the meantime, I'm going to look for another school that I might like better. But make sure that you get rid of the resistance so that when you go to work happy in the morning, you are, you're allowing that prosperity to come into your life all the time. Maybe you don't like the school system, but, but still look at yourself and see what you can do in your own individual life and in your own individual classroom to make that flow go better. And I, I know this personally because I, I have a position as, as a lawyer that I was resisting because I wanted to do this. I wanted to do another thing. So I just resisted it and resisted it. And I found that the flow of income was not as good. Now I know I, I'm self-employed. That makes a big difference. But even as a teacher, you can get, uh, oh, I'm sure there are, or even in an office, there are things that can happen that you get benefit from. Maybe you earn a salary, but there are other things that can flow in that are prosper, you know, that are considered uh, prospering. Uh, prosperity. And, and so you're, you're, you don't want to block, um, you don't want to block those things. So just speak, think, feel, act as if you are prosperous and the universe will supply you with the, your, I, your idea of prosperity, your idea of prosperity. Now, two more laws fall into the category of creation, the law of manifestation and the law of success. Success is a surefire indication that you are understanding and utilizing energy to your benefit. When you succeed, others do as well. Otherwise, there is a violation of karma. To succeed, clear away all that old clutter from your life as in the law of flow. You got to know where you are going and know what success is to you. My idea of success could be very different from yours. So it is a personal matter. To the world, success means money fame, education, driving a great car, but to you and your soul's journey, success, success could mean having a great relationship, enough money to enjoy your life the way you choose for your freedom, or it could simply mean peace, peace and freedom, peace and freedom. Wow, that's pretty successful. And for me personally, abundance means you've got everything. It, it's just across the board. It's not just money. It's peace, prosperity, health, um, relationships, all of that. There are spiritual successes, material successes, mental successes, and uh, well, e and emotional success too. I mean, if you're a wreck all the time and you're angry or you're sad, I would say that uh, under the law of manifestation and the law of success, there might be some things you might want to work on there, you know, just might. So, so be aware that you need to be honest with what success is to you. Now, that is a key element because on living your soul's journey, 
you, you know, you, you got to find you, y'all. You got to find that clarity of who you are. You have to know what you love. Doug and Don love radio. So they do radio. When all this crazy fire came in Paradise, California, they could have said, nope, not going to do radio anymore. We're going to go off and do some other thing. But they love radio, so they kept going. There's a real good application of the universal laws. Now, as an attorney, I could have been more successful in the legal world if I had worked possibly for a large law firm. I could have made huge amounts of money and been miserable. I mean, I would have been miserable, no doubt, because that wasn't my idea of success. I chose to do it my way And for that, I feel very successful because of that. Now, another attorney might look at me and say, oh, oh, she's a solo practitioner. She has an office in her home. Oh, she's just not very successful. Well, that's their evaluation of it, and they have the right to their viewpoint. But if they really talk to me, I've talked to so many attorneys that that most of the 20, the first 20,000 of their income every month had to go for overhead. Ooh, that's a lot of business they have to carry on just for one lawyer. That's, that's, that's a lot of work. And you know, you don't want to take a case unless you believe in it. At least I didn't when I was uh, doing court cases, but get back your power, get back your power to yourself. The final law we are looking at on this show tonight is the law of manifestation. That sounds so exciting, doesn't it? To manifest what you want? Yeah, it's like getting back your power of, of what and who you are. Everything you have, you have manifested. You have created it. So you do have the power to manifest. If things aren't exactly the way that you want them, just remember that you have that power to recreate to re-manifest that's just lets you know how powerful you are so let's make sure it is what you want again your thoughts can send out interference into the energy positive flow that will bring that negative flow back in and you won't get that abundance you won't get that manifestation of that house that you want or that relationship that you want because you're not sending out with clarity with intention with the uh, the uh, the law of flowing and the the deserving i mean there's just all these aspects of it this is what's exciting to me here are the secrets to life y'all these are the secrets to life so let's just make sure it is what you want when you go to manifest again your thoughts are in control here because the thoughts control the feelings. If you're sitting here thinking positive thoughts, you're probably going to feel better. If you're sitting here thinking negative thoughts, you're probably not going to feel as good. So clarity is very key to manifesting. If you know exactly the type of house you want, 10 acres, a roaring creek, peaceful, safe for the dogs, away from noise, and yet close to house, you want or getting some clarity. I want it for this price. If the house is important, make sure you put down details. Two stories, seven rooms, two bathrooms, three bedrooms, or something better. If you want a happy relationship, then be happy. So you can attract or manifest what you are. You are going to manifest what you are. If you are a needy person, you will attract a needy person. 
because that law of attraction, it, it makes sense. You're going to, you're going to attract someone who needs to be loved and you have to have love. You can't, you, you don't feel loved by yourself. If that's your space and you have to have, I know, I know people that have to have somebody in their life. I don't even think they care. They act like they care, but they go jump from one relationship to another one. They don't even contemplate it because they have to have it, a relationship. And I remember uh, a past relationship that I was in and I, I met the sister of uh, the person that I was involved with. And this person said to me, well, um, good luck. And I said, what do you mean good luck? And she said, well, you know, um, my brother is going to have a woman in his life. It doesn't matter who she is because he just has to have a woman in his life. Well, you can imagine how that made me feel. I was like, well, that's, it makes me feel real important, but I know someone else, a very dear friend of mine's married to a man that's had five or six marriages. He has to have a woman in his life because he can't do things by himself. And I personally, y'all don't want to be in a relationship where I'm needed that way. I want to be needed for, for me. I want to be needed for me, not because of what I can do for you or what you can do for me. That's not what I call unconditional love, stuff that things that, that we're seeking to find in our lives. And, and so many relationships are like that. That's why there's so many divorces because we go into these relationships, um, you know, wanting something. Well, we got to find it in ourselves first. We got to manifest it for ourselves. And it's important. If, if you want someone to enjoy your company, really enjoy your company, then enjoy your own company. It's like a mirror. We're going to get into a lot more laws. Uh, hopefully next week I can get into the third set of laws because that talks about polarity and uh, just a lot of incredible laws that where you, you're putting out, if you see someone saying something, you don't like it. Well, look inside first. It's that mirroring. So if clarity is a problem for you, I would recommend call a coach, call a coach, call an advisor, uh, find someone that, and it doesn't, it's not going to happen y'all necessarily in one month or two months. I know people say, well, I want to get the answer now. Uh, that is, it could happen. It could happen. I worked with uh, someone for about uh, six weeks and their clarity became much um, brighter and um, more uh, able to be manifested. It did not have to take, it doesn't have to take years. It, it, it just doesn't. But I'll help you get clarity if that's something that, you know, to help you get the, the key to, to understanding and tuning in to the laws of the universe. And uh, listen, listen to your inner guidance. Be honest with yourself. What you really want. What do you really want? And when you ask that question, it will bring up so many emotions if you're really honest with yourself. And look in the mirror. Look in the mirror and look yourself straight in the eye and say, what do I want? And, oh, some, some major emotions can come up with that. And uh, remember now another thing that, that I, I have learned through uh, working with other people, there's nothing wrong with wanting something. You have the right to honor yourself because, you know, you were created on this earth. That makes you an honorable being. And you weren't created to, to be dishonorable to yourself because from my viewpoint, and it's on my website, 
if you're dishonoring yourself, you're dishonoring that higher consciousness that's whether you call it, uh, it's the energy spirit, God, uh, universe, whatever, you're dishonoring that. So when you honor yourself and take care of yourself, you really just honoring them in a way, if, you, if you're into that viewpoint of, well, I, I can't think of myself, that would be selfish. And I do know people like that. Though I can't think of myself. And I'm like, well, uh, somebody's got to. And they really do, though. You know what? What happens when that happens? You get this self-importance and you feel like, well, I can't think about myself, but I really am. So be, be honest with yourself. What you really want. Have faith. Have courage to ask. Courage to ask. Ask tonight. Before you go to bed tonight, ask tonight that question that you really want an answer to. And have a willingness to trust spirit in your timing. Oh, we're going to get into the, the whole law of that, that the, 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 there's a whole law of just timing because it's, it's, it's spirit's timing. It's the universal laws. I, I beg you, I just beg you to go outside and tell a tree that I want you to have uh, orange leaves in the summertime. Well, they'll look at you and like, you know, it's like not going to happen. Uh, the green leaves come in the spring, in the summer, and in the fall, they turn orange. There is a timing, and it's not going to happen in the spring, you know, that you get orange leaves unless the tree's dead. So we can't lose weight, even with the greatest of intention, if all we do is eat ice cream and potato chips on the couch and watch TV. And I love Hallmark. Oh, my goodness, I love Hallmark. But when I watch Hallmark, I'm either not eating or I'm exercising, but I do not sit there, and I do relax. I mean, I'm not, you know, one of these people that can't relax uh, all the time, but but I will exercise. I'm not, I don't sit there and eat ice cream. I just don't do that kind of stuff anyway. But we, you know, we have to take action. If we want to manifest something, we want a, a really pretty house. Uh, so we got to make some money. You got to go out there and make some money for it. You got to have a good credit score. So you got to balance the, the universal laws with the physical laws because they all kind of work in there. So you got to remember to take action. And I think this is the biggest, biggest issue probably that I deal with is folks having clarity. Once you have clarity, and I've seen it with someone in my family, once you have that clarity, y'all, things just zoom. It still takes time. You still have to do the work and you have to get through it. But just remember, clarity is key. So until next week, remember the laws, use them for your benefit and know that you are worth it. Learn how to tune in to those universal laws because they are operating regardless of whether you understand them or not. So you might as well learn to understand them. Would you not think so? I think so. I would like to. I would rather them work with me. I'd rather that battery be on the right plug-in to the to the, the, um, the way that it's supposed to fit into the flashlight and work so that I can have light in my life. So that's what I recommend. If you're interested, you have free will, 
But just remember that it is key. It's the secret to living. Be blessed and remember to tune in to the Dr. Vicki show each week and enjoy living your soul's journey. Good night. Thank you for listening in to Living Your Soul's Journey. Be sure and visit Vicki in her virtual home at VickiFord.com to learn more about you and how to overcome roadblocks in your path. Until next week, be in gratitude and thank you for tuning in to Living Your Soul's Journey.